we're really, really happy to announce that um, that we are just signed a an ambassadorship program with Schedulicity. Schedulicity is a scheduling app, and um, they've been kind enough to uh, to help us out this next year. Yeah, they uh, we met them in L.A. when we did the uh, Salon Digital Summit, and they really believed in what we were doing mm-hmm. and how we were doing it, and so they wanted to know how they can partner up with us to. Uh, to even reach more listeners and, exactly. and give what we give. That's that's right. So um, with our uh, with our partnership with uh, Schedulicity, we will be able to reach more hairdressers and we'll be able to bring a lot more content and get to a lot more hair shows. So uh, hopefully, we can see you guys out there in the hair shows when we're there visiting. Yeah, and and they're going to give us a, some business tips uh, throughout the podcast as well. And I'm so excited that you know. We're partnering up with people that believe in the same things we believe in. Yeah, no doubt. That, that, that's pretty exciting. So uh, anyway, Schedulicity, once again, big shout out to you. And uh, thank you for joining your day off. <laughs> Silly. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, hey, welcome to your day off. My name is Corey. Of course, sitting with my Tone. What's up, Tone? What's up, brother? Another Thursday, another like bombs to be delivered. And yep, another day with Gavin, my boy. My man, Gavin Salisbury. Yeah. Uh, man, this one's, uh, like I said, I think this one's going to turn into like a an Abbott and Costello skit for all you young hairdressers. Uh, heck, I was young. I didn't know who they were until. Anyways. They did. They do this this little uh, skit called "Who's on First? and I feel that's what we're about to get into. <laughs> exactly. So uh, Gavin's going to talk about how much of what I win. Um, and I mean, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's 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 who's on first, Gavin? What the hell is that all about? Geez, that's it's a big one. Uh, I think if you look up the definition of a goal, it's how much of what by when. If you look up the definition of a dream, the only difference between a dream and a goal is Goals have deadlines. How much of what? By when? A dream doesn't have a deadline. It's just how much of what? So I think a lot of people have dreams. I think we all wake up and put our feet on the side of the bed and we we think of, you know, the house, the car, the fame, the fortune, the whatever it might be. But that's a dream. Dreams don't have deadlines. Goals have deadlines. How much of what by when? And I, you know, when we were prepping for this, I just for the last uh, 17 years, I've flown about three and a half million air miles. And I've had over 10,000 one-on-ones with different people, like I shared in an earlier podcast. And the one reoccurring theme of why does the uh, starving artist, uh, you know, dropping out of the beauty industry, can't earn a good living, going back to school, going to go be a nurse, why is that happening And I think if you drill it all the way down to one, like what would be the final answer, I think it comes down to we don't have goals. Mm. Many stylists don't have goals. Mm. Well, they they just don't have the buy when. The buy, right. Exactly. The buy when. Let's get into it, man. 
Yeah. So um, I just wanted to spend a little bit of time today on trying to break down, like, what would be, where would I even start? You know, what, what, where would I even start with these goals? Because sometimes that can be overwhelming for some people. Um, you know, I, I think you got to look at, uh, it's called SMART. And the S, it's an acronym. The S stands for specific. So if I just had to kind of pause for a second before we go further, just let's just identify the goal. Is it specific? Can I, can I touch it? Can I, is it real? You know, like, is it, is it something that I can really relate to and it's specific? It's the next one's measurable. S M A R T the smart specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and trackable. I'll say that one more time. Smart. It's specific goal. It's a measurable goal. It's achievable. It's realistic. And I can track it. Now, when you get into smart goals, then I think that just changes, you know, you're like taking it to a different level. And um, at the end of the day, what matters? Happiness. And I look at happiness oftentimes entails money. Now, I'm not going to be one to argue that you have to be rich to be happy. And we all know, I think, who are on this podcast, you know, that's, that's not the message but I got to pay my car payment. I got to pay my mortgage, my rent, my, I got to eat. I got student loans to pay back. At some point, it's hard to fake happiness when I'm waking up with uh, more month than money, you know? Yeah. yeah right. Right. <laughs> that creates stress. <laughs> yeah. And then we, we kind of laugh about the stress, but where does that stress come back into play when we're standing behind the chair yeah, I know you can try to put on this different persona and try to, you know, act like you're not stressed. And I know there's, there's, that can become a skill. You actually can become skillful at living paycheck to paycheck and hiding the stress and um, kind of, you know, just not showing that. But I think if we were really going to get honest, you put a hundred hairstylists behind a chair today and if all of them were, were financially stressed, I think you're going to see a decent percentage of them somehow, some way it's coming off into that client experience. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. You know I mean? Even, even how you open it up and you know, you were saying like the starving artist and you know how people are out, you know, in five years or so, you know, like trust me, if there weren't money concerns, they, they'd still be in very, very few people have a successful career that are, that are leaving the industry. Yeah. I mean, it could even come out in a conversation of, uh, you know, it can turn negative or it, it can just, you know what I mean? Be well as whatever, but you know, whether it's your posture, your conversation, it, it can definitely. So, so how do, I guess let's, let's dig deeper and figure out how we can avoid that. Yeah. Or, you know, I want to say that there is an amazing, amazing, and I don't know if Tim's ever talked about it, Fisk, but there's an amazing tool on the Summit website. It's called a Magic Day Calculator. Has that ever been talked about on the show? I don't, I, I don't know if it's been, I don't know Tim's brought up a couple of things. I don't know if it was, if that is, if that's what he called it specifically, Magic Day Calculator. Yeah, and I would encourage you guys, like I'm not trying to sell Summit to you. I'm trying to sell uh, financial peace to you. I'm trying to sell wealth mentality to you. If you, if you're curious, there's a tool on our, um, www.summitsalon.com and you, you can click on resources and there's, um, mobile calculators and there's a mobile calculator called a magic day calculator. 
And I'll tell you, it's the most simplest thing for stylists. But what you need to do is you'll go in and you'll put in all your life expenses. It's going to ask you for your rent, your car payment, your cell phone, your grocery expenses, your shopping, clothing allowance, your retirement, your savings, your vacation. Your, and it goes through everything you can think of. And what the goal is, is that you would take time, sit down, plug in what each one of those expenses is each month. And at the bottom of it, you hit a button and it literally auto calculates how much revenue you need to do behind the chair. It'll break it down monthly, weekly, and daily. And then you can put the amount of clients you're seeing in there. So let's just say I need to do $5,000 to live whatever that lifestyle I just plugged in. Mm -hmm. If I need to do $5,000, it automatically, if I put in that I see 50 clients a month as an average, it automatically knows that I need to have a $100 ticket average. 100 times 50 people is 5,000. So it's really trying to go down to a day and to an amount of clients and to an average ticket so that you can be happy or at least, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot more freedom when you're bringing in that kind of money to pay those expenses. Talk about being specific, right? <laughs> <You know? laughs> that's pretty awesome. And that's available. That's available to everyone or do you have, or is it behind a paywall? No, it's, it's available to everyone. It's free. That's awesome. And then, I yeah. and our idea, why we call it a magic day calculator, because that's the magic day. Those are the day, and I think everybody feels a magic day, even if they don't really know what the dollar amount is. You know a good day, you know an average day, you know a bad day, but we just want to raise the conscious level, the acumen, so that people can really substantiate what's a good day. Is a good day 550? Is a good day 400? Is a good day 900? Like, and everybody has a different good day. You know, you drive a car, that might not have a car payment and I might drive a car that's, you know, four or $500. So it's really just trying to really get very specific um, with what is that magic day? What's the good day? That's awesome, man. Um, and then, you know, once again, that calculator, you know, takes you all the way through the, 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 the smart thing, you know, is it measurable? You're measuring it, right? Like, you know what your day is. So you know, where, where you, uh, where you need to land. Right. You know? Yeah, which, you know, I guess when you measure it and you make it, you know, whether or not you can achieve it, right? Right. That's pretty awesome. You, you know, it makes me think of uh, one of my favorite educators in the industry is Gino Stampora. Love Gino. You know, I mean, talk about edutainment. I mean, I, I laugh so much when I'm with him and I learn too. And I'll never forget, he said something so s simple but everybody erupted with laughter and you just had to be there. But what he said was, is he posed a question to the whole audience. He said, how do you compete with someone who has goals? Wow. And it was that basic, but he just had us in the palm of his hands. And it, I'll never forget that because I mean, you know, success can be cumbersome like trying to identify and break it down and get into the details and it can be really vast, you know, and there's many different methods and practices and strategies and blah, 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 blah. But when Gino just said, how do you compete with people who have goals? I just thought that kind of put it all just front and center into the reality of the most basic principle of success. 
That is pretty awesome, isn't it? Yeah. So how do you? <laughs> <laughs> well, fall off horse seven times, get back up eight. All right. There you go. You, you know, uh, I think you just have to, in today's big data world, and I'm going to just talk about this for a few, big data. This is what is moving the world now. It wasn't before pre internet technology this revolution has now we've woken up and big data is all a part of our lives and when i say big data i'll give you an example um geez nowadays i can talk about going to the grand canyon on my phone uh, or talk about going to the grand canyon having dinner beside a couple in the las vegas airport and this happened i'm talking to this couple they've just gone to the grand canyon they're telling me all about it and all of a sudden I get down to my gate and I'm on my Facebook and all of a sudden I see this Grand Canyon ad roll by me <laughs> and I'm thinking, what? <laughs> you can call that big brother and I just call it, you know, big data that they now can look at, you know, my consumer habits, uh, what I'm searching for. Like it gets into some really deep, vast data analytics. And why I even bring that up is because in today's world standing behind the chair there's a lot of data and when you don't know what the what to use the data for data is like the least unattractive uh who wants to talk about data right. like like that's so like let's have another conversation about something else because that's <laughs> that's boring but if you pause for just a second and you think about we've got so much data in our industry if you're using uh, the right type of software. And I know there's a lot of different, I think, good softwares out there, but we can know buying habits. We can know average tickets. We can know um, lots of things that if we knew how to use them, I think that is going to come into play as well. So what I would encourage is if you don't keep score, winners keep score. And if you don't keep score, that might be one of your first actions or habits is if you're struggling, you know you need to earn a better living, you know you're waking up today and maybe something I'm saying is really resonating with you, struggling to make the car payment, you got two children, you're a single mom, like let's just play that out. At some point, before you give up, I would encourage you to embrace your numbers, your data. And one of the simplest ways, and I know there's a lot of different probably apps out there, we have an app at Summit. It's called a, the Summit Tracking App. It's free. All you have to do at the end of every day is just plug in how many clients I saw, how many of them were referrals, how much revenue did I generate, did I rebook any of them, did I sell any retail, how much did I receive in tips. And there's, I think, eight criteria there that just by beginning to keep score, what's going to happen? It's, you're not going to be successful the next day after you did it one time, but it's gonna bring new awareness. And that awareness can be the, big, the continued evolution of the change into the goal setting. But uh, without that awareness and without that data, I think it's like you're just blind out there shooting at targets in the dark, trying to earn a better living. I think, I mean, I think that's the key word too, is just, just awareness. You know I mean? That's what, that's really what goal setting does, right? You, you're aware and, and, you know, going back to the smart, you know, what's measurable, Yeah. you know, and, and you're, you're being super intentional, right? Exactly. 
the power of attention, right? There's a law about that. The law of attention. Yeah. If you pay attention, you'll change or it'll change. Intentionally being, you know, focused on being successful or hitting your target, your numbers, or you don't have to have that. And you can still maybe hit your numbers, but it's, it's kind of a hit or miss. You're just, you're just going through the motion and, you know, and some people can do it, you know what I mean? But, you know, if you're those who maybe struggle, you can laser in on, on this and, you know, make it more of a, a consistent, you know, success. Well, that's it. Consistency too. Right. Yeah. Um, so Gavin, I know Summit's done some great stuff for salons and stuff, but, um, I know Tim brought it up a little bit. What, what's Summit doing for, for us independents out there? And like, how does, how does, how does goal setting and how does, how does this all work into that? Yeah. So we now offer the service, um, where we can help you with your, your, your data, your business. So some of the things we're talking about, if you were to utilize a coach, a coach is going to lead you that we've got, we have a process, but the coach is going to take you through um, a process to identify what your expenses are. And I think that's going to be one of the first key steps is um, because you've got your life and you've got your business, but they're all connected, right? Right. So we'll identify what your needs are. Um, we'll help you try to understand um, how to plan your day. That's a whole nother piece of the puzzle. So you got three clients coming in. How are we, how are you intentional with those three clients? I know you've had lots of people on through the um, last couple of years talking about, you know, business development and building your business and offering additional services. And, but I think, you know, that's going to be, we've got a tool called a uh, social digital planner. That's a great tool to guide you to plan your day so that you're, you're aiming for something. Um, we also help you. Uh, one of the things is retirement. Um, and, th- and this was one of the things I was thinking about with this section today is retirement. Are we talking about it? Because for us, uh, retirement is a real thing and trying to get an independent to start thinking about, you know, whether it's retail for retirement. That's one of the terms that we're, we're really uh, working hard on is trying to look at just what your retailing could be that retirement. Um, and, uh, you know, I think a lot of it is just, uh, we just did this with someone in Vegas last week. We did a market analysis of what she was charging. So this was a self-employed stylist. And what we determined was is who she's aiming for the client base that she's shooting for and where her current pricing is. We did that research, that household income, and we're looking at the averages of income versus her pricing. And we were able to see and have that real conversation that her prices are below the market um, household income average. She hasn't increased pricing in uh, in a a while. So we actually created a price uh, target for her with three additional levels. So not just like, hey, you need to raise your prices five bucks, but no, you need to raise your prices to this based on the formulas here of the household incomes. And then once you hit your metrics, which is part of the goals, you need to raise them to this. And then there was a third tier. So really trying to get them to see out further, not just in this next price increase, but let's go ahead and just plan the next three. Um, now those will be determined as the business develops. Sure. So we, you know, right. So, uh, but uh, a lot of, I think the pricing is coming into play in the reality of the cost of goods and what those prices should be. 
the tracking, the planning, the goal setting. Um, and then a lot of the old, the, like the tried and true coaching average tickets, coaching to, you know, like, what's your rebook percent? Ask that to 100 hairstyles. What's your rebook percent? You're probably only going to get two or three that could come up with, you know, whatever that percentage is. And just trying to get them aware of those, of that stuff, because it's, it's the trigger that can change the behavior. It's funny, like I, you know, I set it up as, as the independent stylist, but, but what's happening is that they're creating like um, almost like an accountability partner. You know, like who are you going to answer to when, when, when you don't have a boss, to, a boss to answer to when you're the boss? And, and I think that's awesome, man. I mean, that's like, that's like therapy for hairdressers, right? That's like therapy's in your bank account. Yeah, I mean, that, and, that, and that's something you should, you know, focus on too is being disciplined, right? I mean, now that you have your own, sweet you need to be disciplined in all the areas of business boom and they're going to help you out dude that's right. awesome so if if i'm an independent i am an independent stylist where where would one go to find information about that so on our website summitsalon.com there's actually a portal that you can go in and fill out and you can select self-employed and um just it'll send a, a cue into us and we'll have someone reach back out We'll take you through a scorecard, which is a self-employed scorecard. So there's 10 criteria. This is all complimentary, by the way. Oh, wow. um, the the follow-up one-hour scorecard analysis is totally complimentary. And then after that, our intention is, is you've seen value in that hour in helping you begin to get an understanding of what we call the self-employed stylist scorecard. And uh, then it, our, our intention is, is to offer coaching to you um, to further support whatever your goals would be. So, yeah. So they'll, they'll, they'll come up with the how much of what, and then you help them achieve by when. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. It's probably no different than a weight loss coach. I mean, I could walk in and say, I want to lose 40 pounds, but I would think a good weight loss coach, personal trainer is going to really define, you know, like we're going to lose three pounds a week for the next X amount of weeks. And it's kind of the same, same We're, we're you guys brought it up, the personal coaching side, the accountability, you're not alone. Um, we can help you. And I think sometimes it's just, you know, everybody's needs are different. That's one thing I've learned with the self-employed stylists. Some want to open a salon in the future. So then their needs, what they're wanting to do today might be a little different. Some are just struggling to even stay in the industry because they can't make any in income. So they're just like, we need to build the business and we need to go back to the fundamentals. So it can be really, you know, it's, that's where it's very individualized. I think you're going to find me on the website here real soon. I think, yeah. I think I'm going to be doing my uh, Gavin scorecard. I, I have it all written down too. That's, that's what I'm going to be doing tonight. <laughs> what did Gordon, didn't Gordon say when you had Gordon Miller on, he said something. I don't remember the specific, um, the, uh, what the number was, but I thought he was talking about the rate of uh, how many people are not signing leases in the second year in the suites and that there's a pretty high turnover happening right now. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think, I think it's really, you know, I don't think it's any different necessarily than like when we were coming up in the eighties and nineties where people were nineties um, where people were, uh, you know, <laughs> opening salons, you know, a lot of them were opening salons and not equipped 
or ready to open a salon um, because they didn't have all their ducks in a row. And I think, and I think this is an easier jump off for a hairdresser because, because the financial commitment isn't quite the same. And, you know, I think we talked a little on one of the podcasts, we talked about how a lot of people, maybe it was with Nina, how a lot of people get into, um, into, you know, jumping into a suite or something because their feelings got hurt or because of this or because of that, not necessarily that they were, they were financially ready. It was because, you know, again, they, they, they got into it for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that that was, uh, yeah, that was, I know we definitely had that conversation. I don't remember who it was with, but, but I think that that's true too, you know, and again, that's what, yeah, that, but that, that's what sparked that, that podcast of, are you ready? Are you ready for the sweet life? Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I mean, w- you see it, you know, you're in a sweet life and you know, the people that own these suites, they'll do anything to get you in the door, you know? So it's not, it's not quite the same as, um, as, as having a 10 year plan you know, as it, for the Lisa Jude sign, if it was a regular salon. Right. You're, most of them are pretty much year to year, I think. My, Michael Cole, one of my mentors. Um, one of our good friends. Love him. Yeah, love him. Can you believe I get to go fish with that guy every now and again? I'm always, I remember the first time I called my mom, she's like, wait, who? You're what? <laughs> You're going fishing with Michael Cole today? Are you crazy? That's amazing. But he talks a lot about it. He, one night we talked for a while about how people, it's easy to think of the past. A lot of people live in the past. They just, you know, that's, that's where their mind space is consumed at the past. Then there's the present and thinking of today. You know, I think a majority of humans probably live today. We got to, you know, what do I have to get accomplished today to make it through the day? But then what about the future? And the reality of, 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 I think, human beings are that that's sometimes the place we spend the least amount of time in our mind space, mm-hmm. thinking of the future, thinking about what we want, thinking about, and I'm bringing it back to goals, thinking about, you know, what is five years from now, 10 years from now, when do I want to retire? Um, what, at some point in time, I like to ask when I'm coaching stylists, uh, bef- by the time you retire, what what price point do you want your haircut to be? And that's a fascinating question to ask a 24 year old because you're asking them something that's really 25 years from now. What do you think your haircut price will be? And oftentimes you get, Oh geez, I have no clue, but you do get those that will say, you can tell, Oh, I want to, I want to charge a hundred dollars at some point in time. Mm -hmm. So Putting, I think, back to things on paper, writing them down, having an accountability coach, um, someone helping support you and, and encouraging you on the tough days and helping you define goals and then teaching you how to hit them. I mean, that's a that to me is uh, why people make it in the industry and love it, talk so highly about it, can't believe there'd be any other thing they'd ever want to do in life. Mm-hmm. And then there's those that don't. And I think those that get out of it, oftentimes they didn't want to get out of it. They just couldn't afford it. Yeah. What's that old adage? You know, give a man a fish, he eats for a day. Teach a man to fish, he eats for a lifetime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that, that's kind of what it reminded me of, you know. Well, Gav, thank you very much. Once again, I, uh, I, I thought there was some bombs dropped there, um, particularly what, what you guys are doing with Summit, which um, I think is pretty incredible that you guys have kind of, I mean, I am going to give you a hard time. I think you're late to the party as far as the independent game, but I'm glad you guys are, are finally in that space. 
and um and i know i know it's, i know it's welcome to us that uh, kind of grew up in the um in summit salon so once again gavin thank you very much and thank you for joining us on your day off thank you Hey, hey, so there it is. Hey, this is a message that um, we've been trying to bring, I don't know, for the last couple of months, actually since we started the podcast. Hey, so if you like the podcast or if you find that it's useful, please, please, please leave us a review, a five-star review on iTunes. Um, leave us a rating and a review. But if you don't like it, forget about it. <laughs> yeah, totally forget about this message. We also want to thank Sarah and Blaine from Pretty Gritty. Uh, Sarah and Blaine, they are a band out of uh, Portland, Oregon, and we just want to thank them very much for allowing us to use their song, Pleased to Meet You, on our podcast. Um, that's cool. I think you can find, actually you can, you can find their music on, um, on iTunes. Peace and hair grease. <laughs>